Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Today, I welcome special guest Debbie Peterson to the jam sessions, and before I bring Debbie on the line, let me just tell you a little bit more about her. Debbie is a midlife mindset expert helping women to build confidence and get clarity on their identity and purpose. She is a speaker, trainer, and coach, guiding women to write their next chapter in life the way they want it. She's an introvert and former behind-the-scenes person until she learned to get out of her own damn way and play bigger. She's now out in front and using her training as a certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner and student of HUNA, which is a form of Hawaiian spiritualism, and she helps, to, helps women to reinvent their future one chapter at a time. So welcome, Debbie, to the Jam Sessions. Thank you, Kareelene. It's very nice to be here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and I'm so excited to hear about some of these juicy little things you got going on because um, <laughs> I, I know a little bit about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, myself, and I also, mm-hmm. the whole behind-the-scenes thing kind of intrigued me, so I'm so excited to learn more about uh, about your story. So tell us whatever you want to share <laughs> and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it all started kind of with a big bang, and that was me hitting the wall. Mm. And I would say that was about 12 years ago. And I had myself in such a place that I literally could not get a full breath. I mean, my my chest was so constricted. I was having heart palpitations. Mm. I was having numbness in my hands. I couldn't sleep. Uh, you know, my poor husband, my uh, my emotions were just a wreck. You know, I, I just, I had turned into somebody that I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of the heart palpitations, I'm thinking, okay, is this my heart? I've got heart disease on, on both sides of the family. Mm-hmm. And so I go off to the the, uh, the doctor and, you know, he runs the EKG and all those other tests, the heart monitor and the heart sonogram. And I go back in for my results and he says, I have good news. And I said, okay, great. What is it? He goes, it's not your heart. And I said, well, what is it then? He goes, it's stress. Ooh. And it's yeah. it's manifesting in your body physically. Mm-hmm. And right away he wanted to write a prescription. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just, I had that vision of the cabinet full of medicine and then that little tray with all the little lids for your morning, mid-morning, uh, <laughs> afternoon, evening pills, yeah. you know, because you have so many you can't keep track of them. And I'm, and I'm thinking, no. That's not sustainable for me. That's not the way that I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to figure it out all by myself, you know. And, and, and that was kind of a reoccurring pattern with me is that, you know, I needed the power through things and I needed to figure out things and I needed to be strong. And that's kind of where it ended me up. And it wasn't too long after that my mother's uh, – my husband's mother had passed away. And he's my rock. You know, he's just, he's my biggest cheerleader, and he's really supportive, and he was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't support him, and I couldn't support his family. And so I called the doctor back, and I said, you know what, just write the script. And um, it was pretty amazing, because 
that little bitty pill had made me feel more like myself than I had in ages. It was like someone mm-hmm. took the lid off of the jar that I had been living in, and I knew it wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the time being, that was the answer. But by the age of 40, I'm on anti-anxiety medicine, I'm on high blood pressure medicine, and I'm on migraine medicine. And I'm thinking, whoa, this is, this is the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And then I was selected to go to a training, and that was the NLP training. And for your listeners who may not be familiar with NLP, it's neuro-linguistic programming. And how I describe it or explain it to people, neuro is the mind, linguistic is language, and programming is habits or strategies or processes that we run every day without even thinking about it. When you brush your teeth, you you mostly do unconsciously, but you've got a pattern that you run. You know, you grab it with the the toothbrush with the same hand, and you normally start in the same place and go for a specified period of time, you know, depending on how long you feel you need to do it. It's an unconscious process. Mm -hmm. So NLP is about interrupting those unconscious processes that don't serve us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was when I went to that very first training that I really started getting a, a handle on how my thoughts impact my life. Mm-hmm. And I realized how many limiting beliefs I had myself, those stories that we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sharing with you before we got on the call, I'm not creative. I used to tell myself that story all the time. I am. I just had to discover where my creativity ran to. Yeah, and I just want to interrupt here because as you were talking about the brushing your teeth, this is one of the exercises that I have people do in my workshops to help Mm -hmm. them as a creativity-building exercise. So I thought how appropriate it was that you brought up that example, and I was telling you that everyone's creative right before we got on the call. So, huh, interesting. So in in your exercise, (laughs) do you have them do it a different way? No. So I just did a workshop uh, last week, and what I did is I had everyone close their eyes, and I just said, make the motion as if you're brushing your teeth, and you're in your bathroom in the morning brushing your teeth. And then I had everyone open their eyes and look at everyone else, and everyone's doing it differently. So that's one of my gauges of how, you know, how many ways are there to do one thing? (laughs) And that means, yes, exactly. So that's what I talk about. So there's not one way to be creative. There's not one way to brush your teeth. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it was just um, getting to that place where I was uncovering those limiting beliefs and those stories that I was telling myself and understanding that I now had processes and I had tools and I had techniques that I could get by that, that I could dispel those, that I could release those. Mm-hmm. And After becoming certified as a trainer, my life had changed so much, and I thought, okay, I know I want to do something with this, and and what is it that I want to do? And it's always been in the back of my mind that I want to help women empower their thinking Mm -hmm. uh, because it had such a transformation in my life. And, you know, I'm still an introvert, so in my bio, you described me as an introvert, and I still am. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting to be in the business that I'm in where I am Publicly speaking, I am mm-hmm. out there training in corporations and coaching live and virtually. That I interact with people so much, but yet I'm an introvert. And, and people don't understand it's kind of a label that some may define themselves by. But that's just it. You're more than your labels. And, and so, yes. you know, even as an introvert, I do what I do and I love what I do. I just need mm-hmm. recovery time. And, right. you know, so I, ma- I make it work for me. 
you know, this weekend I had a blast at my birthday party. And after everybody left, I needed, I went in my little hidey hole. Yeah, <laughs> I needed to, I needed to, yeah, hide for a while. So, it, you know, learning my limiting beliefs could be dispelled, that I could release those, changed my life. And I went from being the behind-the-scenes person to being the person out front now. And it's just absolutely been a blast. Well, yeah, I can tell just the passion in your voice and you know, my audience may not know, but I'm an introvert, too. And um, yet the men I've dated just yeah. don't believe me. My friends are like, no. I have friends for, you know, 20-plus years. They're like, you're not. An-. I'm like, well, I'm not with you, but I need that recovery time. I need to recharge. I love public speaking. I love getting up and singing and um, doing all those things in front of an audience. And really what I love is healing and teaching. Those are my, you know, passions. But... I need then to carve out time. So I, you know, was doing a conference last week out of town, and I had already booked my self-care time before I even got there. You know, like, okay, after my first workshop, two hours later, I am in the hot stone massage place. <laughs> That's, That's where yeah, I'm at. At a girl. Yeah. And you recognize that, and you can make that work. And, and people need to realize that introverts contextual. So like you said, you know, I'm not with you. Uh, you know, you could be uh, an introvert at work, but not with your friends, or vice versa. You know, you're you're not with your family, but with your uh, a group of people you don't know, you might be. So mm-hmm. it, you know, just it depends. Right, and I love what you said too that it's really challenging those beliefs and what the paradigm is for what that means and that label, mm-hmm. what that label means, and that can shift to so many other areas of our life. So it's not just being introverted. It might be, oh, you know, I don't believe that I can start my own business or I don't believe oh. that I can have the relationship of my dreams or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And it's just about busting the, the whatever is getting in the way of us having that because it's it's not those things that are unachievable. It's our thoughts preventing us from believing. And, you know, I mean, it's that network behind the scenes in our minds right. and our subconscious mm-hmm. that we really need to work on. You know, because the interesting thing is, and, and I'm not going to get into a detailed explanation, but the way that the mind works, you know, that your subconscious works is that if you recognize something and it's something that you want, you already have inside of you what you need to be mm-hmm. able to do that. You just have to figure out the resources. You have to figure out the how, but it's well within your ability. Mm-hmm. But we talk ourselves out of it. You know, because we do, we, we go in the weeds and we want to know exactly how and we're not trusting the process. And, and that sometimes even today for me is hard to do. You know, mm-hmm. patience uh, is something that I continue to work on. Let's put that way. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> it's true. I, I tell people that all the time. It's not, I think people focus on the wrong things too. And I, I talk a lot about this with my clients and my students. It's, it's not focusing on the how. The how is the easy part. Mm-hmm. It's focusing on the what and the why. Um, so that's how oh, I. Why is a big one? Yes. Yeah. Why? Why, why are you doing this? What? What? Mm-hmm. What is? The, what is it that you're looking for? And then the, you know, and then focusing on the intention. And then once mm-hmm. you have the intention, and this is something that I have come to. And I, I was used to be afraid of my manifestation skills because sometimes <laughs> you know it's like be careful what you wish for. But oh, when yeah. I started to realize the power of that, and it's like, oh, well, if I set the intention, then everything starts coming at me, or I start recognizing or seeing you know, all the things that are there to help support me in that. 
And um, I, so it sounds like you have had a similar experiences as well. I have, you know, and, and uh, again, I was a behind-the-scenes person and, and really in a very logical frame of mind, which is why I started with NLP, because it made sense to me. I mean, I could mm-hmm. see the logic in it. I could see how the process works. And, you know, it was after I had gone through and become a certified trainer that, that I knew there was something more. So NLP mm-hmm. focuses a lot on that conscious-unconscious relationship, you know, really trusting your gut and, and allowing your unconscious to work for you because it's amazing what it will bring to you when you allow it to. Yes. And, and after I finished, you know, I knew there was something else, and that's when I turned to Huna, which is mm-hmm. more the higher conscious working with the unconscious. So it, it's it's all three levels. You know, it's truly the spirit, mind, body, and that's what I incorporate into my speeches. I incorporate it into my trainings and my coaching because I feel that all three need to be addressed if anyone's going to make significant change mm-hmm. and lasting change. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that. I think it's – and it's so funny, um, or not, um, coincidental or not, that – the, the people who come to me as guests on this show, we all have kind of come to it from a very – from different paths, but we all come to it. And even the people that I've, you know, worked with on other projects and things that, you know, we may start off in one area. Like when I started off as a, a psychotherapist, I really, really um, focused in on the mind um, and, and the, the behavior. So those mm-hmm. two kinds of things, thoughts and behavior. But then the more I practice, I'm like, things aren't being addressed. And, you know, there's that, that body connection and the spirit connection. And that's when I started studying other things as well um, because there was something missing for me in helping people. And so, right. yeah, so there's just – and it's so many people that I connect with um, – in my business and actually in my personal life too, it's just like we all recognize that and it's so neat that we've all come to this consciousness <laughs> even through different ways. Right. Yeah. No, it's just, it has it has changed my life in such a significant way. Uh in you know, I was the behind the scenes person now in that front. You know, I always worked for behind uh for other people. I was the woman behind the man so to speak and you know, now it's about my business and my vision and serving others and and now I get to serve who I want to serve which is midlife women and Mm -hmm. help them see the potential you know I've been in that place where you don't recognize yourself you know Mm -hmm. you just the life that you're living you're thinking well what's wrong with me why can't I be happy you know when you get yourself to that place where you're stuck and where you're frustrated you turn it in on yourself Mm -hmm. and it's not inside of yourself that the answers uh, you know, the answers are inside, but it's it's not anymore that you need to keep on yourself. You need to get rid of the stuff that's covering you up, you know, <laughs> yes. your potential up. You know, the stories that you tell and those beliefs that you have and those negative emotions that you carry around and, you know, attitudes from other people that you take on that, you, that don't belong to you, that you should never pick up, but you don't know any better, you know, and... And just helping you to uncover what's already inside of you. And that's just just what makes my little toes tap. You know, that's what it's about. And and, (laughs) and when I got done with my training, it was like, okay, if I can do this, then I know that -hmm. other women can. How do I pay this forward? How do I help them to have the same experience? 
Absolutely, and I love what you said about it's it's already in us. That's something I teach mm-hmm. too. But the way you said it about how it's not about adding more; it's about taking mm-hmm. away. It's about uncovering mm-hmm. what's already there and being able to see it and recognize it. Because I think, um, especially women, you know, I can say that because I am one, but I work with a lot of women as well. Is we tend to think that we need more training, more certification, more proof that we are good, that we are worthy. Right. And mm-hmm. and and your approach, I, mean, I just love how you put that, it's really just about you're already there, you just need to uncover it. Right, you need to realize it. And so it's just, it's very gratifying being able to help women do just that. Mm-hmm. You know, to get them to a place where they're building their confidence and that, you know, the labels that they've been tied to uh, isn't all that they are. You know, you are more than those stories. You are more than those labels. And mm-hmm. especially, you know, women, they're the caregivers. They're the nurturers. You know, they're the people who get stuff done, you know, with the family and find a busy person if you want to get something done. And, and you know, generally those are the multitasking women, right? right. And, you know, they just keep taking more on, but, but they forget to keep a piece of themselves. And so when I talk to younger women, like sometimes I'll go into colleges and I'll talk to younger women or younger professional women. And, you know, that's the biggest part of the message is that remember to keep a piece of yourself. Mm-hmm. When you graduate from high school and college and you have all of this potential in front of you starting your career and maybe you're meeting somebody and dating and getting married and having kids and then life kind of happens you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes things pop up and you transition and sometimes you don't right and yeah so you know just knowing that you're more than your circumstances you're more than your stories you 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 know you're more than your past you absolutely have the ability to write your next chapter the way that you want. You just have to be willing to pick up the pen. And believe me, if I can do it, <laughs> anybody else can too. You know, oh, that's, that's you have right. to be willing to do the work. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And and I, I love how you talk about being going from behind the scenes to, uh, and this is probably paraphrasing, but like in, in front, you know, out in the mm-hmm. spotlight. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that there's got to be people out there because I've been there too, and I still go there sometimes. It's like, well, how? You know, how? And I know that's, again, focusing on the how, but mm-hmm. what what do you tell these women about, you know, who are afraid, who are on the sidelines, who are, you know, the woman behind the man or behind the business? Um, what do you tell them as far as how they can step out and, you know, be their brilliant self? You know, it's get out of your damn way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I saw the title of this, you know, because that's pretty much the message. And and it, that's really what it comes to because it's, it's, again, reinforcing the message that you already have it inside you. Mm-hmm. And I have this funny story that um, when I went back to a training, and this was before my public speaking days, and my teacher came to me and he said, you know, so-and-so's not here to give the intro tomorrow. Can Can you do the introduction? And he looked at me and he goes, okay, well, you didn't flinch, so I'm going to take that as the end. <laughs> and, you know, I'll get you everything that you need to be able to do this introduction. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, get up on stage and, and here he is and, you know, give him a welcome and a little clap and I'm gone, right? Mm-hmm. One, two minutes maybe. So we have dinner and he says to me that, you know, I, I've got everything that you need to know to be able to do the introduction. Great. Mm-hmm. How, how long's the introduction? You shouldn't have to speak any longer than 45 minutes. I'm like, 45 minutes? You've got to be kidding. I am in panic mode. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, well, I sent you a video so you can watch the other assistant who usually does it, and you can just model her. Okay, great. 
He goes, but first, I need you to run an errand for me. So I'm, I'm in Toronto. Uh, my friend drove. It's at night, and he's sending me to the Apple store because he needs something for his projector for the training the next day. <laughs> it is raining. And, you know, it's my friend is this petite little thing. She's like five foot nothing, and she drives this big black Tahoe urban assault vehicle, and, and I'm going through these little bitty streets, and it's dark, and it's raining, and cars on both sides, looking for this mall, trying to find this Apple store. So long story short, I get to the Apple store, and it's the night that I think the 4S came out, mm-hmm. and it is a sea of people, and my anxiety is just building because it's like... I need to go back and rehearse. I need this to yeah. be perfect. So I'm putting all that pressure on myself, right? Mm-hmm. I get back to the hotel. It was one thing after another. The video wouldn't load. I didn't have permission. I mean, you name it. Finally, I just I had no choice but to give up. Mm. And I debated whether I would call him and say I'm not going to do it. And I knew I couldn't do that because I already said that I would. And I got up the next morning and I got on stage. And I can't tell you what I said. I just went unconscious. <laughs> I just let it come out. And I, you know, I know it. I love it. It was easy once I got out of my own way. Once I yeah. got my conscious mind out of my own way and let my unconscious perform. I mean, all the information is there. Just let it come out. So I literally got out of my own way. I nailed the introduction. It was like a solid 35 minutes. And I got off the stage, I felt like a superstar because I I knew that I had just nailed it. So, you know, that's the message. It's your conscious mind that gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Your unconscious mind has it down. It knows what you need to do. You just have to be willing to listen to it. And so, you know, having those people that you can work with, like myself and yourself, to get the, you know, the conscious mind a nudge and tell it to go sit down for a little while and to do that work with the unconscious to really bring out what's inside of you. That's beautiful. That's, I mean, that you just described my process every time I get up on stage is I have, <laughs> you know, maybe an outline, but I did my first full-day workshop a couple of years ago, and I was really nervous because I had never done a full-day workshop before. And I spent the least amount of time preparing for that than I had for, like, a one or a two or a three-hour workshop because as I was going through the material, I'm like, I already know this. I've been teaching this mm-hmm. for 10 years, you know. <laughs> so, yep. and it went beautifully. I'm like, and I don't, I often, the best work that I do, I don't remember what I said because I just let my intuition or guidance or whatever you want to call it just take over mm-hmm. because I'm there in the moment. And so sometimes I have no, and people are like, oh, I love what you said. I'm like, what did I say? I don't remember. <laughs> I hope you recorded it because I don't remember. I know, yeah. I'm really glad. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's great. I love that. The conscious mind gets in the way. So if we can learn to get out of our own way and just let the subconscious just take the wheel. Right. Exactly. It's already there. Mm, it's all that's inside. Wonderful. And it's that's allowing it to happen. Wonderful. Yeah. So when you're working with um, midlife women, I know you use the label introvert. Are there other kind of themes that come up with the women that you work with in, in whatever transitions that they're coming coming? You through? know, it, it basically it's that stuck. It's that stuck mm-hmm. and frustrated and not being able to figure it out. And mm-hmm. And again, so the beginning part of my process is to – Get the conscious mind out of the way and to do some um, subconscious or unconscious, however you choose to label it, work 
to really figure out what the issue is because a lot of times they come with the surface level problem. Here's my issue. Yes. And once, you know, they, they kind of park the, the conscious and get into that nitty-gritty unconscious subconscious work, they figure out what the real problem is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, time and again I've had women say that they were so surprised at what they learned yeah. and that what yeah. they thought they, they were dealing with wasn't really what they were dealing with at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would more or less be the theme is that it's it's really not what they think it is. <laughs> so it's, it's having that ability to go underneath it, you know, and, and find out it what it really is. Because I know. You, know, you know what's holding you back, you can't address it, then you can't move forward. Right. And a lot of us kind of have those blinders on because we don't really want to face what it is. And, um, and the thing is, you know, when I teach a, a lot about working through fear and, it, and things aren't ever really as scary as they seem, uh, we just have mm-hmm. a tendency, um, our, our subconscious can be our friend, but it can also, like, blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially at 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Yes. How come everything's always so much worse at night? Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. that's great. No, it sounds like we have very similar processes as far as um, – how how we come at things and how we help people and and help people uncover what's really going on because like you said those service level problems are you know people come at me I, I call them the excuses and and mm-hmm. um, you know we all have them you know there's not enough time there's not enough money it's like blah 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 you know when when we're talking about um, being who we are and stepping into our greatness time and money mean nothing. <laughs> It really means absolutely nothing. So, um, you know, helping people uncover that, it's so important. And and, and I'm not discounting the realities that people have, for sure, um, as you know, because we do have constraints and things um, that Mm -hmm. that do get in the way. But but like you said, more often than not, it's, it's the other subconscious stuff that gets in the way. Right. And, and you know what? You know when you're using that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when it's the time and money. I mean, you know you're using it as an excuse mm-hmm. because, it, you, you just, yeah, you have that feeling. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely have that feeling. Oh, that, that lovely feeling. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Why? I know. That's what yeah. keeps me up at 2 in the morning. Why the hell am I getting in my own damn way? <laughs> and, yeah, and you know you're doing it. And, and yet you continue to do it. It's almost like you can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just so interrupting that pattern, learning, you know, new ways to do things that are more supportive for you. And, you know, learning the, the new ways of thinking because, you know, the, the thoughts are the outcome. And, and that was the aha with me is that when I learned to change my thinking, incredible things started happening. I mean, I changed as a person. And sometimes you see changes in yourself that other people don't recognize. But when other people start recognizing, then you know you've made a shift. And as scary as that can be and as uncomfortable as that can be, it is just, it is so worth it on the other side. I mean, even to the point where, you know, I'll say to people, life happens for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen to you. And there's a difference. Because when you can embrace whatever it is that you're going to get out of any given situation, then you've arrived. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that just, that, that shifts everything. That you're boat doesn't rock as bad when you know that life happens for you, that there's a pearl of wisdom in there, that there's a lesson for you, that you will get to the other side of it because you have that sort of trust and faith in a higher power, 
but also in yourself yes. and your abilities. Yes, and that's, I think, uh, one of the things that I find so much is it's that trust piece. It's helping people learn to trust themselves. And starting a business. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you want to talk about breakdowns and breakthroughs. Uh, you know, yeah. it's stepping out of your comfort zone in that way and trusting the process that you're 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 taking the feedback and that things are going to come your way. And there's some days where it's just like, oh, my God, whatever. What was I thinking? I know. And, and I, not, I, you know, you have other days where you're celebrating. But, you know, true. That, it's yeah. all a gift. It is. And I, I tell people it's the same thing in dating, too. It's like <laughs> entrepreneurship and dating. There's, like, the same things um, that, that come up and the breakdowns and the breakthroughs for sure. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And we are, we're almost out of time. You can actually believe that. I cannot. Wow, that went quick. So fast. Um, so before we do wrap up, I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you. And um, so let us know. How do we get in touch with you, Debbie? Well, you can find me at gettingtoclarity.com. That's my website. Uh, you can also email me at debbie at gettingtoclarity.com. So D-E-B-B-I-E at G-E-T-T-I-N-G-T-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com. And... I usually do a couple of programs in the fall. I limit myself to that because then I've um, I've got the flexibility for corporate trainings and for speaking as well. The uh, two programs that I'm offering this fall, uh, the first one will have already begun, but the second one that I'm offering this fall is a 10-week program to really help that stuck midlife woman figure out what her next chapter is, to take her from that frustrated point and get her to where she's focused and has actionable steps to be able to take on what's next for her. Because, you know, again, she puts so much of her time and energy into other people and other things that mm-hmm. when she gets to the point where she no longer recognizes herself, it's, it's, it's time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to do something for you. So if I, if I could, it's a 10-week group program, and mm-hmm. it starts on Thursday, October 15th. And it ends on December 17th, so right before Christmas, and you're ready to go for the new year. And it is, uh, there is a Facebook mastermind. There's a group, so you have uh, support throughout the program, even uh, if it's not one of the modules or we're on a group call. We do have five group calls throughout every other week throughout the program so that you always have the ability to be in touch with me through the Facebook group, and then you have the ability to uh, have me coached, have me talk to you every other week throughout the program. And, um, you know, having that chance to ask your questions. So some of the things that we're going to cover real quickly is that throughout the 10 weeks, we're talking about, you know, you can't hit a bullseye without a target. So figuring out exactly what it is that, that you want to go for. Uh, there, I have questionnaires that help you uncover information. I have recorded uh, modules to help give you foundational information, so around negative emotions and things that you are responsible for, as opposed to that stuff that you pick up that doesn't belong to you, other people's attitudes. And, you know, we're getting into, you know, this is your next chapter, so we're getting into your main characters and your supporting characters. We're getting into, you know, the why. We talked about the why today. We get into that in the uh, group coaching. Brainstorming uh, what your outcome is, uh, the outline for your next chapter, and then really getting into the process of finalizing it 
and making it crystal clear, giving you that clarity that you need to move forward with focus. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to be talking about time management. We're going to be talking a little bit about accountability so you feel supported moving into your next chapter. So step-by-step, step, each week there's a new module. Every other week there's a call. You've got the Facebook group throughout. And I'm running for this group because I wanted to say thank you to you, Freeland, and your listeners. The 10 weeks is only $357, which is just nice. such a bargain for yeah. 10 weeks of coaching. And Very to get good. you in the right place before the new year. So if that is of interest, then have them email me at Debbie at Getting to Clarity because the uh, pricing on the webpage is higher. So to give your listeners a special pricing, they can email me at Debbie at Getting to Clarity, and I will be happy to share that pricing with them. And I would love to have them on the in the program and get ready for the new year. Well, that sounds like a wonderful deal, wonderful, a lot of wonderful learnings and uh, at uh, a nice little price there, too. So thank you so much for offering that discount to my tribe. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Yay. And so as we wrap up, Debbie, do you have any last-minute nuggets of wisdom to share about getting out of your own damn way? You are more than you think you are. And and that's that's really what you need to remember. Deep down, you are more than you think you are. And when you mention tribe, the tribe is what you need to find. If you don't have one, go find one, build one, find out who supports you, who has your back, who you can bounce things off of. In order to get out of your own damn way, women need to help other women. You need to find somebody to help you with that, to help you realize your inner brilliance. You know, maybe it's a friend or a coworker. Maybe it's a social group. Maybe it's it's somebody like you or I. Mm-hmm. But reach out and ask. You don't have to figure it out all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. Women supporting women. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Debbie, for being a guest on the Jam Sessions. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. Please stay tuned for more powerful interviews of people who've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.